Alrighty, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Trippy Talks with Alex and Friends. I'm your host, Alex, and on this episode of Trippy Talks, we are going to be discussing astrology and numerology. Now, tell me, do you see the future in the stars? Can you see your future in the stars? Well, using astrology and numerology, it can give you insight on your life and exactly the things and the aspects and why they matter. So, let's get down to business and exactly describe all these things. What exactly is astrology and numerology, guys? Let's get into it. So, what is astrology? Astrology is a language that's based on the exact positions of the stars and planets in our sky, providing humans with tools for reflection, connection, and community for about 4,000 years. So for a while, we've had this ability to place the planets and use the time and the dates and where they are in the sky for, like this just said, reflection, connection, and community. But there's actually different types of astrology. The type of astrology that we use is called the Western type of astrology, and that's the standard, you know, the Aries, the Taurus, the Pisces, the etc, etc, etc. But there are other types of astrology like the Indian, Tropic, Sidereal, and Chinese astrology. These differ in other parts of um, each other because For instance, the Chinese zodiac uses the year instead of the month and time and planet placement. Whereas sidereal astrology is actually day-to-day positioning of the sun and the time of the birth rather than the dates assigned to the different signs. And that actually changes the middle of the month. Um, So the tropic is different because it's the 21st of each month and specific date um, than time. So they all kind of differ in different ways. And as, as you may or may not know, the standardized, westernized uses date, time, planet placement, and um, all of that for um, uh, astrology placement and um, what exactly your signs would be. Um, the Indian astrology is like the Western, but different because of the position of the stars and um, the location and latitude of, of where you're at uh, in that part of the world. And they also kind of have different star signs too. So the Libra might be just a little bit different than what we would normally um, classify in Western standard astrology. So how do you calculate your astrology sign or, or how does an astrologer, you know, calculate your astrology sign. Well, let me tell you. Beginning from the sign that was rising from the east when you were born, the sky is divided into 12 sections, which symbolize areas of your life. And in a little bit, we'll kind of go into those. Those 12 sections are actually called houses, um, and those symbolize areas of your life. You take the date, the time, and the location of your birth, and then you calculate that, and that calculates the different aspects of the natal chart. And I'm sure you don't know what a natal chart is. Maybe you do. If you do, yes, hats off. Tipping my hat off to you right now. My imaginary hat. Um, it's actually like one of those, the imaginary hats, you know, you know, the kind tipping my hat off to you. Um, but if you do not know what a natal chart is, I'm going to explain it in just a quick second. Um, 
a natal chart is actually, you know, is actually a map of the sky from when and where you were born that shows which constellation. Um, so usually constellations, um, meaning like the sign, uh, like the Aries constellation, which would be a ram, um, the Libra, which would be scales, where that constellation was in front of when you were born. This is the first known celestial coordinate system, and it's been a way of telling time for 4,000 years. So for a really long time, people been... Uh, looking up at the sky and being able to calculate, okay, because this constellation is in this part of the quadrant of this part of the sky at this moment in time, this is what day it is, this is what time it is, this is what season it is, etc., etc. So for 4,000 years, we've been able to tell time with the sky before we actually had a watch. Some trippy facts for you, babe. All right. Um, in astrology, though, a natal chart indicates your character traits, behavioral tendencies, hidden desires, and the directions that your life might take. And it shows the location of each planet when you were born, along with the sign and house it appeared in that moment. So if you were born at 10.04, for instance, baby, that was me. Um, at 10.04, this is exactly where all the planets were where they were lined up, and how they correlate to each other. So that is a natal chart. It's kind of like a big giant chart that kind of shows you your overall self. And that's kind of cool to know because if you can break down your natal chart, you can understand yourself and kind of what your hidden desires are, like it said, more, which is amazing. So there are different types of house systems, like a lot of times astrology goes and uses different types of ways to calculate um, astrology, and uh, a couple years ago, there was actually kind of a hoo-ha. There was a little bit of a, a um, people kind of got upset because they tried to add a 13th astrological sign. It was called like Ophidius or something like that. I'm, um, something, something like that. Something with an O. Okay. And a lot of people, we, uh, I mean, I say we, I was upset. I was like, no, because I was going to change my whole entire star sign. But a lot of people were really upset, but that is actually the whole sign. So, um, when people use whole signs, that's kind of where their, that 13th sign comes in. Um, whereas the Placidius, um, house system is, uh, what Time Passages uses. This is an astrological, um, company and, uh, Truly Divine. So this is the, this is like a very, um, common astrological house system. Uh, but another one would be the Porphyro, uh, or I, I have a hard time saying this every time. Por Porphyry. Um, CoStar uses Porphyry, um, which uses the Ascendant as the first house cusp and the Midhaven as the 10th house cusp. So some people have had issues in the past with using CoStar because their certain signs and planets um, didn't exist or they didn't have certain aspects, but because they use Porphyry, and, and please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, 
there was some issues with that. So, but that is because they use a different type of house system. Not only that though, guys, there is so many different types of house systems and I'm just going to kind of name them off right now. We have the Placidius, which I just talked about, whole sign, equal, Koch, and I'm going to name some off and, and I might not be saying them right, but <clears throat> just let me do my thing. Uh, Regio Montanus, Morinus, Alcabitis, Campanus, uh, Porphyry, um, Topocentric, Meridian, and Velo. Now, I don't want to go into exact detail of what all of those are because truthfully, I am not an expert. I am not in any means, but I'm trying to give some basics on uh, <laughs> what all of this actually is. So that's what I know, and let's move on from there. So when we talk about astrology signs, we typically think of like the big three, which would be the sun, the moon, and the rising. And the rising is actually going to be the mercury sign. Um, a lot of time we call it the rising or the ascendant, but that can also uh, be in conjunction with the mercury sign so the sun sign when you think about the sun sign that's the main sign that people think about generally and the sun sign controls the ego the identity and the role in life that's like you know um your your main part of you you know that's an aspect of you the moon sign controls emotions moods and feelings and typically people like to think of their moon sign as how they are when they're alone and reserved um, and by their self um, and the next one the mercury uh, or the rising ascendant is how you communicate talk think and process information and kind of how you show yourself a lot of times um, this is how you show other people your you um, so in my instance, and I think this is kind of crazy and I think you guys should try to do this too. I am a Sagittarius, um, rising ascendant, Mercury, Sagittarius, Mercury, whatever. Um, and I have so many Sagittarius friends of mine who, uh, and their son is Sagittarius. Um, but I think it's funny that I have a big three, my big three is Sagittarius and I have a main group of friends, um, like that are mainly Sagittarius. And I just think that's funny. It's not like I'm choosing my friends based off of the year and the time that they were born, but it just so happens, guys, that a majority of my friends are Sagittariuses. So next time you're thinking about your friends and your group of people that you like to hang out with, ask yourself, do they all have something in common? And is it an astrological sign? <laughs> so there's other kind of aspects too, too, um, uh, astrology. For instance, you know, the Venus sign controls how and what you love. The Mars sign controls sex and aggression. Jupiter controls growth, expansion, progress, and philosophy. Saturn controls responsibility, restrictions, limits, boundaries, fears, and self-discipline. Uranus controls innovation, progression, rebellion, and change. Neptune controls dreams, imagination, and the unconscious. And lastly, we have Pluto that controls power, intensity, obsession, control, and transformation. But all of these relate to each other because if your Pluto is in your 12th house or something like that, we they it, 
it does things. It does things. So what exactly are houses? You know, we talked about the types of house systems and, and how they kind of are divided into 12 sections. Well, these 12 sections all relate to something. So the first house is going to be self-image. The second house is your personal resources. Your third house is what you know. Your fourth house is home life. Your fifth house is pleasure and creativity. Your sixth house is productivity. Your seventh house is going to be significant relationships. Your eighth house is going to be beginnings and endings. Your ninth house is going to be open-mindedness. Your 10th house is going to be how people see you. 11th house is going to be friends and acquaintances. And your 12th house is going to be the unconscious. And so when I looked at my needle chart, I think I actually don't have the, uh, I don't have any planets in my 10th, 12th, or 10th, or 8th house. And that all has something to do with, you know, past lives um, from what I've read and, and done some some reading on. So it's okay if you look at your natal chart and you see certain houses that don't have certain planets. That is actually quite common. Um, so don't be kind of freaked out if you look at your natal chart and you see these kind of gaps. Um, it is okay. <laughs> all right, so we've kind of touched the uh, basics of astrology, right? I've kind of gone in a little bit of detail about what kind of those stand for and and how they find your um, astrological sign and kind of what that stands for. But what is numerology? So numerology is this idea that the universe is a system and once broken down, we are left with the basic element, which is numbers. Um, These numbers can then be used to help us to better understand the world and ourselves as individuals. And most numerologists credit Pythagoras with finding the field of uh, numerology. And Egypt and Babylon are where the earliest written records of numerology are actually said to be. So numerology has been going back for quite a while. Obviously, we've had numbers as language. um, And if you think about it, numbers are a language. Math is a language. It's the only uh, language that can be understood by everybody. Two plus two is four. No matter what language you speak, it is always going to be four. Um, so that's kind of that basis that it is a, that it is a language. Um, and we're left with these, uh, ability to use numbers to calculate things. So what like how do they calculate numerology numbers, right? So it's a combination of words of your full name, um, the name that you, uh, people, you know, call you by your birth date, your time and the location. And each of these times and dates and locations, like correspond with a number. And then that number can be used to find out more about a certain part of yourself, right? So that's pretty interesting because it's like you can use this language that's been used for thousands of years, numbers, math, to calculate a part of you that you might not have known existed. And I think that's super, super, super duper interesting, right? So currently, guys, we're discussing some of the basics of astrology and numerology, right? But what if you had a real professional astrologer or numerologist who could give you birth chart interpretations, relationship compatibility readings, birthday forecasts, monthly forecasts, and more? Well, you do. Truly Divine 
has in-depth personalized services at a fraction of the cost of professional astrologers or numerologists. And recently, Truly Divine has been kind enough to do a natal chart analysis on me. Now, what is a natal chart analysis, you may ask? It's an in-depth astrology and numerology service, which explained what my astrological aspects were, like those 12 houses, broke them down, and explained my numerology numbers, like life path numbers, expression numbers, heart's desire numbers, and so, so much more. All of these aspects have different meanings and relate to my life in so many different ways, and I would have had no idea about that were it not for Truly Divine. As someone who has been interested in astrology and even more recently numerology, Truly Divine has really taught me so much more about myself as a whole and really given me a sense of fulfillment. Learning more about numerology and astrology has helped me understand just how all the different parts of myself affect me and how I can move forward in the future and learn from both of these amazing readings. Truly Divine is truly divine, and I highly recommend them for those of you who are interested in learning more about astrology and numerology. They offer an extensive astrology and numerology birth chart analysis, which is approximately 65 pages. Obviously, that's really, really in-depth, and the analysis is easy to understand and to the point when it comes to revealing your life's challenges. It also has guidelines and solutions, which are provided for emotional healing and personal improvement, which you know I'm all about personal healing, and personal improvement. So, visit trulydivine.com to get your own personalized analysis today, guys. Now, let's get back into it. What is a life path number? In numerology, your life path number is the most important number. It forms the basis of what path your life could take. Similarly, it should be reflective of who you are or should be in your personality and traits. A life path number also outlines any opportunities or challenges you may face, as well as any lessons you may have to learn along the way. Each life path number has a different meaning. It is calculated by adding up the numbers in your full date of birth. And why do these numbers and planet placements matter? You know, we're asking about what does it matter that I have a life path number? What does it matter that I know my astrology and my placements? For what reason can I use this information and how does it affect me in any way? Well, when you calculate your planets and your numerology numbers, you can get a more in-depth understanding of who you are, guys. It's important. It provides better understanding for the future and can help you on the journey to self-discovery. I think it's important that you learn more about yourself and learn more about people who, who have this interest as well. And it connects people. It brings people together. You know, I think when I'm like, oh my God, you're an Aries too, or oh my God, you know, you have Sagittarius in your big three or or whatnot, it, it brings people together. This is a way of connection. This is a way of reflection. And this is a way of community. It's amazing how when you talk to things uh, about people, or when you talk to people about things, geez Louise, getting my words all mixed up. When you talk to people about things and you're able to connect, it really gives you a, re- a sense of fulfillment. I mean, I love being able to talk to people about this because when I can just break it down on simpler terms, it's so much easier. 
But you know what? Truly Divine will really be able to break it down for you guys. So I really suggest going to their website, trulydivine.com, to get a personalized analysis. They also have some really cool articles about certain astrological signs and how it's affecting the certain time of the month or what have you. So please check out their website. I would love to hear what you guys have to say. Um, and I think that's it for this episode, guys. I hoped I gave an in-depth um, basic kind of understanding of astrology and numerology and kind of how they can affect your life in positive ways. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of Trippy Talks with Alex and Friends. Stay trippy hippies 